Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This podcast is sponsored by tourtips.com, the online golf betting resource. Tourtips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%, and their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. Welcome back, everybody, ahead of round four of the US Open. And it's Louis Oosthuizen and Russell Henley alongside Mackenzie Hughes that are leading the pack as they go into the final round. They're all on five under. But there's a couple of big names just on their tail. Rory McIlroy and Bryson DeChambeau, both on three under. And then a gaggle of players on two under as well, including John Rahm. I'm joined, as always, by Dave Tyndall on this one to try and find the best bets ahead of that final round. And Dave, as I said yesterday, it's nicely poised, isn't it? Very nicely poised and um, very, very tricky to try and work out who's going to go on and win this thing. I mean, it's so many good players up there. The, the ones who've got a bit of a cushion, a two-shot leader, the ones that you would have not too much confidence in, whereas those lurking, McElroy, DeChambeau, both two-back, Ram three-back, Dustin Johnson, four-back, Morikawa, four-back, Shuffle, four-back. You know, you can make a case for all of these. So a few people have texted me this morning and said, who do you think is going to win or 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 that they've backed so-and-so, and and I said, yep, every chance. (laughs) So I think they're looking for more than that, but it's hard. It's hard to work it out. I mean, if we go back to your start of yesterday, what was it, 24 of the last 25 have been in the top six at the uh, halfway stage? Well, um, of the ones that are left in contention now, because a few of those have kind of gone by the wayside a little bit, Matthew Wolf's there at two under, um, and uh, you've got Louis Oosthuizen leading the line, haven't you? And obviously Louis Oosthuizen's in decent nick because he was featuring in the USPGA as well, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think that's the way we're going to. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to keep trusting those stats. That was 24 of the last 25 US Open winners have been in the top six at halfway. I, I missed off Russell Henley. He was part of that pack as well. Yes, still up there. that's right. Yeah. So if you're kind of eliminating them, well, Mackenzie Hughes wasn't in the top six at halfway. So strike a line through him. Rory and Deshambo they weren't in the top six at halfway. Strike a line through them. Scheffler wasn't. Dustin Johnson wasn't. Morikawa wasn't. So if you're looking to those who were, you're left with Ustase and Henley, Ram, Wolf. Yeah, Wolf was in there as well, wasn't he? So, so there like, are four contenders, are they? Yeah, so they're the kind of stats plays. So when you start to look at those individually, Ustase and at kind of seven to two, that looks short to me for someone who's wobbled in contention a lot. I wouldn't be too thrilled to go. If you if you backed him at the start at 40 to one, a couple of mates have great. But, you know, good luck with that. But I wouldn't be going in fresh at 72, given that he's never won on US soil. Henley did well yesterday to sort of hang on to things when it was looking a bit so it might get away from him. But again, he's in new territory. Is this 
this where his comfort level ends, maybe round four. So I think the one I'm going to put up is Ram. I know he's three shots back, but there's still that feeling that he's got a low one in him on this course. He's 12 to one with William Hill. So as a kind of sort of almost a system play and a, a bit of a, a value bet as well, 12 to one round with William Hill, just win only. I, I think it'll, it'll, it'll be boom or bust for him today. I think he'll either play himself out of contention early and it won't be a factor. Or he'll get a hot start and he'll go, whoa, here we go, John Rahm. We've seen him so many times come with a, a fast finish. Won this event before with an eagle at the last. Father's Day today, he's, he's said he's got his dad over there and uh, with him this week after they flew out. So there's some nice storylines. You know, first major for him. So it's one of those ones. I'm willing to pay for the nice storyline at 12 to 1. I wouldn't be backing players at short prices when there's so many can can win this thing. But Ram at 12s, I think, yeah, it's a bit of, a bit of value. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the, the top end of the market as it stands now, Louis Ustazen is the, the favourite. It's 15 to 4 best price. Price in the Shampoo, 11 to 2. Rory, um, 6 to 1. Come back to him in a second. Eight to one best price on Russell Henley. Mackenzie Hughes is in there at uh, a best price of about 11. John Rahm, though, 12, as you mentioned, with uh, William Hill. And Scotty Scheffler, the uh, next in line, is uh, out at 25s. But Rory McIlroy, we talked about him after the, the first round where he actually got himself in contention after the first round. Didn't shoot a 75 or a 76 and be a long way back. And kind of the proof's in the pudding a little bit that now. He's in contention going into the final round off the back of that, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. He shot a brilliant 67 yesterday and... He's thrilled to, to actually have a, a real shot at this. And yeah, again, someone texted me this morning and said, oh, th- this is Rory's. And I'm, I'm so well, I'm not going to put you off, but just so many could win. So yeah, it's another great storyline. We're waiting to be written to, to see Rory win. Scratch his seven-year itch. Hasn't won a major since 2014. So that'll be great. Although... I don't think I'll be staying up till three in the morning, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, the great thing about this uh, this leaderboard as we go into this final round is that so many people will go onto that first tee thinking, I've got a real shot today. And that's uh, the beauty of uh, a major, the pressure that will tell. And uh, can people cling on and uh, can people rise to the occasion? Have you got any other bets for me today? Yeah, we may as well cl- close with a bit of an acker um, on the two balls. Uh, so I put together one that just sneaks over uh, 10 to 1. Start with Paul Casey to beat Kevin Streelman. Casey shot, I think it was the joint low round of the day yesterday, 67, which was excellent stuff. Streelman shot 72 after two good days. I just feel like Casey's the one with the momentum. Casey's 4 to 5. I thought he could have been a bit shorter than that, to be honest, but 4 to 5 is uh, very acceptable on Paul Casey. So that's leg one. Um, Ram versus Wolf, two of our halfway players. I, I just think Wolf is maybe, he came into this event with no form at all. He's not he's not played since the Masters and, and has been struggling. He's a very, very good player and he, I'm sure he'll go on to do some great things, but I think maybe he's just going the wrong way now and uh, I think Ram can take care of him at 8-13. Then we've got DeChambeau against Scotty Scheffler. DeChambeau must be a, a danger here. Last two rounds, 69-68. Looks like he's really coming into the thick of attention. No surprise if he goes on and wins this and defends his title. But for now, we'll just take him to beat Scheffler, who's a fine player and keeps getting himself in the mix. But um, he's never won before. And um, you'd expect DeChambeau would be the one to go through with his effort. So again, I thought DeChambeau at four to five was decent enough. And then finally, uh, to get us into double figures, to get us uh, 10 to one, 10.02 to one, to be precise, at Hills. I'm going to go with your mate, Colin Morikawa. Go on, Colin. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, he's up against Dustin Johnson, so it's, it's a tough ask, but... 
Morikawa. I think it's a, might have got forgotten in a long week just how poorly he started. He shot 75 in round one. So at that stage, you're thinking he's struggling to make the cut, but he's played the last two rounds in seven under. I mean, the lead is five under, so he's been playing good at golf as anybody over the last couple of days. Uh, so, yeah, DJ played well yesterday, but I still think DJ is a bit up and down. So I thought Morikawa was at 11 to 10 at an odds against Price. DJ might just, his head might just wander when, if he realises he's not going to win, whereas Morikawa is still in that kind of state where he's, he's happy to sort of log a top five in a major still. And, um, you know, that, those numbers, seven under the last two rounds, can't ignore them. So I'm not just picking him because uh, I think he's a bit of value based on you know, this and that. It's just that fact he's played great the last two days. So 11 to 10, Morikawa. So that's Casey Rahm, DeChambeau and Morikawa in a two-ball 10 to 1. If I was to take away the prices and I was just to give you £10 and say they're all even money, who's going to win? <laughs> yeah, is that is that who I want to win or who I think will win? Who you think? Well, give, give me answer both of those. See, I don't, to who I think will win, I don't have an answer. I don't have a proper answer because the three at the front on minus five, there's question marks over all of them. And then it's, but one of them, you know, there's three of them, one of them could hold up firm. And then Macro and Deschambeau are just a couple back. I know a couple back sounds like nothing, but it's still something on a hard US Open track where it's hard to make well, a move. If um, one of the leading three shot a one under par score and just managed to get the ball around in one under par, that would mean That'd that Rory, Rory or Bryson would have to be at least three under to be in contention, wouldn't they? Yeah, to get into a playoff, yeah. yeah. So it shows they're not the greatest margin for error for those lurking around, but that's why I wouldn't take fives and six to ones on on those a couple back. But Ram at 12s just gives you a bit of price, doesn't it, for... What's still a big task, but you know, at least we're getting some reward if, if he if he pulls it off. Is he the one that you want to win then? Well, the fact that I'm putting him up now, so yes, I do. I like him as well. It's a good story. Um, I guess the other one I'd want to win would be McElroy, just because that would be a great story. And the other one would be Shafalade because he's our tip from the start. And he's uh, still in, still in contention, tied ninth. Back, yeah, yeah, one under, good round from Zander today. And you never know, do you? We need him to get into, obviously, uh, what did we have, nine places? We did, yeah. Um, I suppose I keep, you know, keep, keep on going. I think, I'm pretty sure, if you remember the Christmas podcast we did with Ben Coley on this very podcast, yeah. the anti-post ones, I'm pretty sure I put up Christian Buzidenhut at 200 to 1 to win this or each way. Now, he's tied ninth. So that's that's also one I'll be keeping an eye on. That'll be a nice return. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting final round there. Many in contention. And just to reiterate Dave's bets then for this final fourth round at the US Open. John Rahm, 12 to 1 on the nose to come through and win the trophy. And then just over 10 to 1, 10.02 to 1, I think Dave just said with William Hill. Um, Casey Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau and my mate Colin Morikawa to win their two balls today. Dave Tyndall, as always, during a major, it's been a pleasure to speak to you every single day. Hopefully you've been enjoying the golf and I'll talk to you again next week when we get back to normality. Yeah, cheers, James. And uh, thanks for listening out there, everybody. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Gamble responsibly. Good luck with all of your bets and enjoy the golf in the final round at the US Open. We'll see you again soon. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information.
Sports Social Podcast Network.